Catch Up with Cat. Hello and welcome to Catch Up with Cat with me, Cat Harvey. The little show hoping to make a big difference with some fun banter and helpful advice lovingly flung in along the way. I'm joined once again by Inferno Pilates coach Maury Christian for some Monday morning motivation. Good morning to you, Maury. Top of the morning to you, Kat. How are you? <laughs> I was going to say, let me guess, you're cheery and full of energy and just bursting to get on with it. I've done some squats, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, good girl. Now, remind us again of your Pilates alter ego. I love this name. Ah, I am the Inferno L. Inferno <laughs> L, because you're a wee... A wee bundle of fun and sunshine. So, are you always this enthusiastic? I have to ask. <laughs> well, I, I tend to be a positive person. There's very little brings me down, I have to say. Um, just a hangover, that's about all, but they're few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we can all relate to that one. Now, remind <laughs> us once again, why is it so important for us to get moving in the morning? Why is it so good for us? Well, most of us, we're very lucky, have managed to sleep and lie pretty motionless for sort of between six and eight hours a night. And after that, you need to start your motor again. You need to get running again, get that heart beating and accelerate the metabolism. Because once you accelerate your metabolism, that means that the body starts to function at an optimum level. So that's kind of why we have to get up and go, really. It all makes perfect sense. Now, today I'm going to find out, or I'm desperate to find out about this, this sort of healthy mind and body balance that so many people go to yoga and Pilates for. What is this healthy mind and body balance we're trying to achieve? Well, essentially, we kind of want to get everything to function on the proper level. So we want to, we want to have things working together as a whole machine. So we need the healthy mind with the healthy body. They work together, they work in conjunction with each other, like a beautiful salt and pepper mix, if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> <laughs> and if you've got a healthy mind, then everything else tends to follow. I think what the difficult thing is, people tend to have this idea of the dream body and the ultimate body and what they should have in the future. And actually, your ultimate body is the one where you are at your optimum health mind and body together. We're quite guilty, aren't we, of beating ourselves up um, about the lumps and bumps when really, if we just get off our bookies and try and move a bit more, we can maybe do something about them? Yeah, that's essentially it. We just need to change our mindset about having the perfect body, whatever that is. Because if you've got a healthy body, as I said, then, you know, the happiness comes along with it. Now, see, when it comes to fitness, does it help if we have a little routine, maybe plan it into our weekly diary so we know that uh, Tuesday I'm going to go out on my bike, Thursday I'm going to go for a run. Does that make us do it more? Oh man, 100%, 100%. So what I'm doing at the moment, because we're in the house, is setting up the night before. Now this doesn't involve a huge rigmarole. All this involves is me moving my coffee table in the living room, putting my mat out, setting up a little speaker to do a class on Zoom or whatever, or to teach a class. And as long as I'm set up like that, then I know the following morning, once I get out of bed, do a couple of stretches, everything's ready. And the other thing to motivate you is plan. Now, Mr. Producer, you have to listen to this. You need to plan ahead for your breakfast because <laughs> if you've got an idea in your head what you're going to eat, <laughs> then you do your exercise first. Your breakfast or whatever time of the day it is, is your reward because you've planned it and made it something nice. So you're looking forward to it. You've got the food waiting. Just to set some context there, just before I spoke to Maury, um, our producer, Alan, had a bit of a, a, a moment when he, he was maybe a little bit stroppy because 
I just, he's not had his breakfast yet. That's the thing. And, and you had a little huff at me. And <laughs> it's not like him. So we both decided that straight after this interview, we're going to let him go and get some grub. And he will be a happy person again. <laughs> he's definitely now planning a, like a proper eggs benedict in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any simple exercises for today to get us started? Anything we can do at our kitchens or... Yeah, I've got exercises for, actually, for if you're at the deck, a lot of people are still working from a desk, even though they're at home. So I've got a couple that would work out for, if you're at the desk, then moving, actually Perfect. up. Yeah. So surely we're not all required to stay sitting by law. Well, I suppose unless you're a pilot or something like that, you better stay sitting. <laughs> but yeah. Well, they can go for walks. I've seen them. Yeah, they can get that automatic pilot going in and we do some squats up the, <laughs> up the back of the plane. I don't know. That aside, so you grab your chair, get off the chair. Yep. Now, this is a really, really good one, aside from squats, because that's going to get you the nice body. The, the one for the core, one of the most easy exercises, to, not easy once you're doing it, but it's easy to set up exercises for the core to get everything fired up in the middle and that's where all your center is is planking so you can do planking from your chair all you've got to do is stand up for a start lean forward Mm -hmm. on your chair and then you place your forearms on the chair and clasp your hands together body nice and straight toes far back and straighten the whole body so you're at an angle almost like a sort of 45 degree angle from your chair and you hold that position, holding the core, pulling the glutes, hold that position for like 45 seconds to a minute, and that'll fire up the whole of your core. That's from your diaphragm all the way down to the tops of your thighs. And that is an excellent, excellent start to just get you motivated. Just going to interrupt you for yeah. two, two quick seconds because I, I'm health and safety in my head. I'm like, ah, <laughs> my chair's got five wheels in it. <laughs> Can you not put a brake on? <laughs> no, well, I'd, be, I'd be halfway down the street with my plank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, in that case, you could do it leaning so, on your desk instead. So anything right, that's, okay, that's disclaimer. Stable, yes. Something without wheels. Something stable, yes, that's a good idea. And then, yeah, yeah you Perfect. do exactly the same thing, contract the stomach. The other thing you could do with a stable object is tricep dips. Ooh. So oh, th- that would hurt. be. I don't. Mm. <laughs> they really hard. I said that spoke like that. Oh no, forget it. I'm not doing that. Ugh. But this one is the uh, same thing. Just turn around, hands on the object, whatever yep. it is, and all you're going to do is keep your bottom off the chair, hold yourself up with your straight arms, and then keeping your back close to the chair or desk, whatever's stable, you slowly bend at the elbows, and then you straighten again return to the starting position keep deep breathing the whole time and you'll feel it really quickly because those are the the muscles that we don't use that often so you'll start to feel that tingly burn straight away that's one of these exercises that it looks so simple when people do it and it is agony yeah but (laughs) if you the more you do them the quicker it becomes like nature second nature to you yeah um, right, I'm going to give it a go, I promise, <laughs> promise. And also, if you think about the whole centre of our body, aside from the core, that's your spine. And your spine is the location of all your central nervous system. So if we're going to get this thing motivated and started moving, then we can do things like side bends and back bends. All you can be doing whilst you're sitting at your desk. 
And if you're not quite as lazy, you can stand up, a couple of side bends, back bends, not too far, just take it really, really slowly. But what you're gonna do is you're gonna start to wake up that spine vertebra by vertebra, and then your whole central nervous system is clicked into awareness. Oh, Mari Christian, we Inferno Elf, thank you so much for joining me for a catch-up. Even if people maybe haven't done your exercises, they get a right good laugh and a bit of motivation with your chat and enthusiasm anyway. So oh, you're I a wee joy. So. Thank I you so much. So. You're so very welcome, Miss Cat <laughs> Harvey. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Catch-up with Cat. We're in this together. If you'd like any advice on coping with lockdown, some stress management tips, getting fit, or help to unwind, check out the brilliant website clearyourhead.scot. Catch up with Kat. My guest for a wee catch up today is Dunfermline goalkeeper and former Welsh internationalist Owen Fawn Williams. Hello, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. I know that you've got a brilliant way of filling your time when you're not on the pitch. So tell me all about your love of painting. And it's not painting rooms and roofs and fences, it's proper painting. Yeah, I'm not I'm no good at painting ceiling or anything like that, if you can ask me. But uh, <laughs> give oh, come me a on, Michelangelo did it. <laughs> <laughs> he did, didn't he? Mind you, I've not seen that yet in the flesh. I'd love to go and see the uh, the stuff he's done. Um, but no, it's it's a complete contrast to what I do from sort of my, my day job in a way. Um, but my day job is very aggressive, very loud, very physical. And then the contrast, obviously, when I come home, I switch off. I hide away in my own little world, if you like it. And it's yeah. just me, the paints and the canvas. And, um, and that's how I switch off and that's how I change my mind. And it's good in a way that you have a, well, I feel anyway, that I've got a healthy balance that obviously the 100 miles an hour that goes on in training and game days and different things and all that kind of emotion and then be able to kind of switch that completely then into kind of quietness and calmness and then come back to kind of normality if you like. Uh, And can I ask did you train in art? Did you go to art school or anything because I've had a little look at your website and I'll be honest your stuff is brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Well, do you know, I'm one of three. I'm the youngest of, of three three boys. And now you can figure that one out yourself. That's why I'm a goalkeeper. Um, because <laughs> Let me guess, they wouldn't let you yeah, play. <laughs> exactly. So I had to go... <laughs> yeah, I had to go behind the sticks to, uh, <laughs> to try and uh, save shots. But um, if I wasn't allowed to go and play out, you know, by my mum and dad or whatever, then I'd be in the house maybe drawing my next pair of goalie gloves or my next kit or something or my favourite goalkeeper or something like that. So I've done art in some sort of form, whether it be painting, whether it be drawing, whether it be collage, anything, you know, anything can be art. Just be creative. And I've done that since I can remember, to be honest with you. So um, I've always had a love for art. It's not something I've just picked up sort of yesterday. Um, I've done it throughout my life. But um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's totally different to my sort of day-to-day work. Oh, absolutely! And and what is it that inspires you then? Because I know that you've got a lot of kind of football-themed ones, but you've also got some quite poignant ones from obviously where you grew up. Yeah. So this came about sort of me becoming more of a of artist, if you like. Uh, even though I do still feel it's a hobby for me. But all this started, I I was thinking one Christmas, what can I give my brother as a Christmas present? Because growing up, you kind of, 
I'm sure you're the same. You kind of uh, struggle to find something different for someone to have, you know, whether it be a birthday or a Christmas or something. So I just decided. I am the world's worst shopper, so this just sounds like a brilliant idea. (laughs) So there you go. So I thought to myself, well, he's just built a house, so he's got a house. Well, he surely needs something on the wall. So you know what? I'll paint him a, a, a painting. So that's what I did. I took it to the framers, and while I was there, someone there was a couple of customers there, and they asked if they could buy that painting. And I said, to them, oh. "This is a bit weird because um, wow. I've not done this before. I've only painted or drawn something and hung it up myself, or in my mother's house, or my grandmother's, or whatever." Anyway, I uh, I left the painting there to be framed. I came back home, and uh, the framers rang me and said, "Another couple of customers have come in and, and asked if they could buy that." So. Um, Again, I didn't want to go down the route of doing this kind of under yeah. pressure, if you like, because... What was that picture of then, the one that you painted for your brother that everyone wanted a, a copy of? Who was actually a cow, believe it or not. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Cows are very popular art subjects in Scotland. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know what, and I never thought of that. But um, So from that, in a way, everything else follows suit. So what would you say then to anyone... Like, like yourself, who was maybe quite good at art at school, but hasn't tried it in years, not drawing, not painting, not, not anything, maybe struggling a wee bit at the moment and looking for an out, outlet for their kind of creativity. Would you tell them to give it a go? Well, do you know what? We're in a time right now, lockdown, whatever you call it, we're in a, we're in a time where we are restricted to do an awful lot. We can only do a certain thing. But see, with art, you can do that anytime, whether being in lockdown or, or not. So... Definitely. But you don't necessarily have to be good at art for it yeah. to be good. You know, there's different forms of art. There's different types of painting, drawing, collages, different things, more say. Even you can do things with um, different colour paper and, and stick them to a piece of paper and create something. But it doesn't necessarily have to be something for someone else. It could be just something for you. And that'll occupy your time, it'll change your mind, it's therapeutic, it's really good for your mind to do something totally different. And you know what, you may not be as strong doing something right away, but give it time and you're going to improve. And and at least you'll enjoy it, that's the main thing I guess. So looking back then over all the years that you've been doing the football and the painting, do you think that taking the time out with your brushes and your art has, has helped your mental health throughout it all? Definitely. You know, um, my job is being a footballer and mm. there's a lot to take in. It's not like you're stepping on a pitch on a Saturday and play a game and that's it. You need, because there's so much pressure on you in a way, you need, you need something different to be able to, uh, to keep your focus. And by doing that, you need to change your mind. I, that's how I believe. So instead of being in something 24-7, you can quite easily get stale in, in, in that. So you need a break from it to be able to go back into it stronger, feeling sort of more ready for it. Um, and for me, art is kind of what gets me to kind of um, be able to focus fully on what I, you know, what I'm what I'm doing in my work. Absolutely. And you've got your own website. What is it? Yeah. So it's quite simple. It's just my name, OwenWilliams.com. Um, and you know, if for anyone listening, if they're struggling for any ideas, take a look at my site. Have a look, even copy what I've done, do whatever, just to get them going um, and realise yep. what colours work with what. Have a look, see what you think, maybe change Gareth Bale into a player you like or a pop star or a, maybe a granddad or whatever. 
That's brilliant creativity. Change Gareth Bale into your granddad. I love that thinking. <laughs> Just <laughs> go with it. Well, go with not? anything. <laughs> it's art. You can do anything. You've got the freedom to do Absolutely. anything. Absolutely. There's no rights or wrongs, is there? Just give it a go. Owen, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I know you've got some great stuff on Dunfermline, haven't you? You've got a picture of the stadium as well. When we came, when lockdown happened, I saw Dunfermline had put um, we're, we're trying to raise £40,000 um, and when I saw this obviously at this time we were told to stay away from the club so we weren't allowed to be in the club training, playing and yeah. I just thought this is you know it's a tough time for everyone not just football but every business it's gonna you know it's got the potential to, to have an impact on, on things so I went at it and I painted a time in Dunfermline's history that was kind of like the golden era so are you releasing prints on that shot then yes prints are out now actually um, so if anyone is interested in sort of the pars the painting I've done there's prints available um, if you, again if you, if you like it go on my site or imowilliams.com and you'll see them there well listen uh, honestly it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show for a wee catch up good luck with your painting and the football once it starts whenever that may be um, Owen Owen Fawn Williams uh, Dunfermline goalkeeper and artist thank you so much for joining me catch up with Cat we're in this together remember there are plenty of other ideas to help you get creative or to unwind on the website clearyourhead.scot catch up with Cat Joining me today for a catch-up is Catherine Cassidy, who is Director of Engagement at Scottish Ballet. Hello, Catherine. How are you getting on? I'm great, thanks, Kat. How are you? I'm great. I'm so gutted I didn't hit record two seconds before as you were telling your entire household to be quiet. Is it a madhouse you're running at the moment? <laughs> um, I, I, yes, I have three teenagers here who are, I'm trying to get to do some schoolwork every day and trying to get them to do a bit of housework, but that in itself is a challenge as well as working from home. Oh, well, good on you. Anyway, well done. Gutted I never recorded that. Um, Catherine, some people might be thinking, what can Bali possibly do to help people? at the moment and um, you might surprise us with the answer because Scottish Ballet have got quite an interesting programme up and running haven't they? Yes, yes we have we have recently um, launched a a programme especially for NHS health workers and those working in social care and it's not just for frontline workers it's for everyone it's for caretaking staff and and catering staff and and everyone involved um, in supporting us during this time and it's it's basically some lovely bite-sized sessions that are focused on addressing um, anxiety be it physical stress on the body or mental health so these videos, I mean, you're making like them available for the doctors and the nurses, people in the care homes. Um, are they very dancey? I mean, do they have to get their tights on and put their legs above their heads and things? No, they've been designed so that they can be done together at the start of a shift or the middle okay. of a shift or the end of the shift. So, And the movements, we've had specially created music, which accompanies them. They're 10 minutes long. They start straight away. Um, they're delivered by Tiffany Stock, who's our fabulous um, dance practitioner, who also is a dance scientist so she's she's and she's a physical trainer too so she's got some great knowledge there um, and I guess it's important um, to know that there that there's one called Energize which is a 10 minute uplifting session 
Um, there's a rejuvenate session, which is for sort of middle of the day, middle of the shift. It's looking at back and leg ache and just lifting your spirits a bit as well as looking at breath. And then there's a relax session, which is the 10 minutes for the end of shift or end of day or when you get home. And it's just more gentle movement and breathing, a little bit of meditation and just relaxing. Um, and the whole idea for these came about was simply because we became very aware that um, through Scottish Ballet runs three neurological programmes every week across Scotland, Dance for Parkinson's, Dance for Dementia, uh, Time to Dance is, is the name of that programme, and Elevate, our programme for those living with multiple sclerosis. And through our contacts and networks, we became very aware that um, that staff on the front line and staff across our services were struggling with anxiety about COVID-19 and also physical exhaustion. And so we, we, we knew that we had the expertise to create something that was really user-friendly. They sound absolutely fantastic. And I'm guessing within these, you're addressing things like your breathing, strength, flexibility, all of these kind of things? Yes, and these are designed for men and women. Um, although we are a ballet company, we use uh, contemporary dance as well as ballet. And, and a range of different styles um, when we work with communities across Scotland. Um, but yeah, some of the movements you'll recognise straight away, nice shoulder rolls um, where we're looking at opening up the shoulder girdle and, and getting people to sort of get rid of that stoop when you're anxious and stressed. You, you tend to huddle over a bit and we're looking at getting breath in the body, getting the posture, getting some nice movement. You know how good you feel when you have a bit of a boogie, don't you, around the kitchen and, and get yourself moving. And it, it's, you know, it's not too far away from that idea. But also movements that people won't be embarrassed to do together in a workroom, a staff room, a workplace, at home with your family. Um, just something to get, get you moving get you relaxed and get you connected back to your own self again rather than worrying about everyone else and what's happening out there. They sound amazing as well and you were talking about you know the, just the simple rolling of the shoulders to open that up. So many people right now are struggling with that because of working from home and you know hunching over laptops. It sounds like your programmes would be quite good for them as well. Yeah absolutely the programmes are available to everybody um, and it's simply on our Scottish Valley website at Health at Hand. I'm intrigued then because you only launched it last week so what's the feedback been like so far from the doctors and nurses that have been using it? Well, we're just starting to get feedback. As you say, it's very, very new. We're just starting to hear most people, there's a real energy and excitement about it. And I was actually surprised at how grateful people are that we've been thinking of them, which surprised me because we're, all of us, as you know, we're thinking about no one else, but those people that are helping to protect us and, you know, the, the healthcare services forces, police force, etc. Um, but yeah, I was really surprised at how grateful they were to have these resources. Um, really excited. Um, we've heard from people in Edinburgh and A&E. We've had staff in Glasgow. It's gone out to um, NHS and social care staff across the whole of Greater Glasgow. Um, so people really enthusiastic to get going. So I think in the next week or so we'll hear um, we've created a little survey so we should hear back as to how people are using them because that's what we're fascinated to hear is and then to begin to develop them. And actually, I should say that we've got another one um, that's just been launched um, the end of last week, which is um, a 20-minute resource that's been created spe especially for those people who've experienced trauma. Um, and we've titled that resource Restore. And it's a beautiful, gentle resource that's just calming and soothing and about connecting you back to your breath and your body if you've been really distressed. Um, so we're really excited about that. We've had no feedback on that yet because it's absolutely brand new, but it's really beautiful with, again, gorgeous music created by some of our musicians at Scottish Ballet. Well, it sounds like you're doing an absolutely incredible job 
I, I bet you're dying to get back to the theatres as well, though, with big performances as well as all this wonderful work in the community. Yeah, we absolutely cannot wait. We can't wait. I mean, I'm sure you can imagine we're scenario planning from week to week about when that might be. We were mm. hoping Christmas time. We're still hoping we'll get back then, but we just don't know. But our dancers are fantastic. They are creating their own uh, classes online, doing class together every day. And um, we have a class on a Friday, Scottish Ballet Stream, Stream Alive class with our principal artist, Beth Kingsley Garner, delivering what we've called Family Bar. And that's where absolutely everyone of any age can join, join in. It's a really fun session for half an hour on Facebook Live. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, we're all working away behind the scenes and hopefully we'll be back <laughs> in everyone's lives as soon as we can. <laughs> and you've managed to keep your three teenagers very quiet throughout this, so I think they deserve a round of applause as well. Well done, Catherine. Catherine Cassidy from Scottish Ballet. Thank you so much for joining me for a catch-up. And maybe one maybe one day when this is all over, I'll meet you at the bar. <laughs> Wonderful. Ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> one bar or another bar. <laughs> it's my only ballet joke. It's my only ballet joke. There was a, tum- a tumbleweed moment there, but I'll blame the Wi-Fi and the fact we're on Zoom. But, uh, Catherine, thank you so much, and good luck with the programme. Catch-up with Cat. We're in this together. Remember to check out clearyourhead.scot for some great tips on how to unwind and get a better night's sleep. I'm back at 9.40 tomorrow morning when we'll be catching up with our Couch to 5K volunteer Craig to find out how he's getting on. Hoping he's still doing it. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government.